And we're live. Hey. Hello. Hello, everybody. How you doing? How you doing, everybody? <laughs> I'm Hey, sick. welcome back, John. <laughs> yeah, I welcome back. I'm home from convention. Yeah, how oh, was, uh, was Con Bravo? Con Bravo. Uh, busy. I was on like five panels. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. So uh, we have throwing controllers as we always do. Uh, we had an autograph session, which ran an hour over time. Uh, we did a Q&A on the first day. I was in What a... was the weirdest thing you autographed this time? Was there anything? No, not, nothing really stood out. Fair. Yeah, I'm just going to assume like a, a game box. Yeah, I signed a bunch of game boxes and like a bunch of cards and stuff. That's about it. Some shirts, some hats. Cards? So well, at Throne Controllers, we give out like numbered cards right yeah oh, okay that's fine so we just we don't leave enough room there for us to sign later so makes sense sure it's actually a good idea giving something out in case somebody wants a signature yeah and so they can collect them all true just what they've always wanted every convention <laughs> oh man you know there's somebody yeah. out there that wants to do that oh don't <laughs> no, even I'm joke sure with that probably is <laughs> yeah we uh, I was also on a uh, tabletop Pokemon role playing game, which was interesting. Okay, yeah, Poke I've looked at Poke that. Poke dice or something like that. I've looked at that rule set before. Actually, it didn't intrigue me enough to care to like try to run it. But how was it? Is it its own game or is it, it like is it? It's a rule set for trading card game. No, it's, it's a its tabletop own game. RPG. Like, it's, a, it's a dice based game, like okay, D and D style. Yeah. Oh, okay. It okay. has its own rule set and stuff. And uh, I was on my buddy Tom's unintentional comedy panel where we just made fun of stuff for like an hour. It was great. That seems well, more your you gig. Like make for it, sure. Yeah, you make that a was good. Did you have to like make a character? Oh, for D and D, yeah. What was? Did you have to like make a Pokemon, or did you just play as a Pokemon? You play. Well, we were trainers sent to a new area, and uh, we had to work together to solve the mystery. So the four of us just dressed up as Team Skull members. We were all team all right. stall grunts, and then we just kind of goofed around. It was great. Sure, I had yeah. two. Po- I had two Pokemon. I had a Haunter named Grandpa and a Machop <laughs> named Machop Man Randy Savage. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, sure. I approve it was of this. Fun. It was real fun. Yeah. What was your favorite panel you did? Don't controllers. It was two hours, but like it was a really good show. Okay. Yeah. Do you still have to update those with new questions all the time? Yep. Because all of our shows are either live streamed or recorded to be posted on our channel, so everyone yeah. sees the questions and I have to keep changing them. That makes sense. That is the crummy thing about throwing controllers in, in its nature. How was uh, flights and stuff? We only had one flight because it was just a Hamilton. Uh, pretty good, honestly. Nothing super bad stood out. We were like a little... It was a little busy at the WestJet desk for some reason when we got to the airport at like 7 a.m. on a yeah. Thursday. And our flight to Hamilton was full, which also confused us. That part's weird. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, like, we talked to a couple of people and they were like, yeah, it's because of this new Swoop airline that's there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So basically, like, everyone was just using the airport like crazy. Normally, when we go to Hamilton, we can be like, all right, we won't bother checking in early. We'll just check in when we get there. And all of the bonus seats and everything were gone completely. Like, the guy, the person at the desk was like, yeah, if you didn't check in, bother checking in, I don't know why you're here. 
man. It was crazy because that Hamilton airport is never that busy. That is weird, yeah. Well, that's cool for them, I guess, though. Good business. Yeah, true. Jesus, though. That's crazy. Did you take Swoop? No, uh, I think you have to fly from Edmonton to go to Swoop. Do it. Oh, Wait, weird. to go to Swoop or take Swoop? Is it an is To it, take is Swoop because it it's not based oh, okay. in uh, Calgary. Okay. Gotcha. All right, cool. What have you been up to, Paul? I'm sick. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. <clears throat> Sore throat, um, mostly, so not dizzy, not nauseous, none of that stuff, just a little harder to talk than normal. It's much better now than it was when I originally messaged you saying, yeah, I just need, like, an hour to chill. Right. But yeah. Right, right. Nothing else, really. It's cool. Nothing nothing new here. I'm going to go see Mission Impossible after this. I heard it's okay. really good. I've heard, like, insanely amazing things about this movie. Yeah. Uh, people comparing it to, like, Mad Max level of good and stuff. So wow. Oh, Jesus. I am, I am excited for sure. <clears throat> well, hopefully it lives up to it. Yep. Yep, for sure. It should be a good time. Last weekend, I'm going to talk about my weekend last weekend, I went kayaking on the bay. Okay. And yep. what was what was really cool about that is it was a nighttime kayaking event. So yeah, we went yeah. out around like seven, seven thirty. Um, just as like the sun was setting. Uh and then like watched like the and it was a full moon and watched like the full moon come up. Uh hmm. and that was totally awesome and it like wasn't cold. It was weird. The water felt like warmer than the wind and stuff. It was that was a that was a great time. We we kayaked up around Sausalito, so kind of north the North Bay area. Cool. Kind of up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a cool thing I did. I saw the Instagram pictures. Well, the yep. few that were taken before it was dark out. Right. Yeah, once it's dark, like, I mean, phones don't have great low light. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like you could take a picture of the moon or anything like that. We thought we saw Mars. Uh, my girlfriend had said that apparently it was supposed to be visible that night. And there was one star that was kind of like reddish. It had a bit of a red tint to it. So we thought maybe that was Mars. Okay. Uh, we didn't like confirm or anything, but that'd be kind of cool. That would have been that's cool if that was correct. Yep. Yeah. There were some seals. That was fun. Seals are pretty dope. Yeah. Yep. We basically like we went from we we went from the the dock into what is essentially like a courtyard for floating homes, and these are different than houseboats because houseboats are a boat. Yeah. That you can like that have living quarters on them. A floating home is literally just like a floating concrete block that they built a house on top of. So it just happens to be your house also floats. And I guess there's a whole community up there. Uh, And there was a courtyard that we kind of went into, just kind of toured around a little bit and then went out of. Cool. uh, And kind of got the story about like how these floating homeless became a thing. Uh, And and like, you know, the difference between that and a houseboat and just kind of learned about it. Cause I'd never heard of floating homes before. Um, But some of these things looked like, just like gorgeous, super expensive houses, and they just happen to float, which must just be super weird. Just kind of every now and then, your your house like sways a little bit. Yeah, I imagine you eventually get used to it, though. You'd have no choice. I'm sure. Oh, for sure. But I mean, just like having things on shelves, like you know, you can't put nothing's like level at all times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe yeah. there's like stabilizers. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, it literally just seemed like a house on top of a concrete block that was must have had like 
something underneath the concrete block to make it float. Hmm. That's kind of neat. Yeah, it was it was interesting for sure. Cool. Uh yeah, all right, let's do a podcast. Okay. Um for July third, <clears throat> this is the top down perspective. And I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. All right, John, you've been gone, so let's hear all about what you've been playing. All right, I actually played a couple things for once. Um, Sweet. Let's kick it off with Kingdom Hearts 1, that, uh, that game. Yeah. Why? Yeah, that's, I can see why you say that. <laughs> okay, so it doesn't uh, hold up then. <laughs> I don't know, I haven't played enough of it yet to remember. Okay. Right now, I'm, I'm just like, Ehh. Is this a Kingdom Hearts 3 thing? Uh, so I've never beaten Kingdom Hearts before, any of the games. Right. I stopped, I think, in Neverland in the first one. I've stopped in the uh, Ursula boss fight. Okay. In Kingdom Hearts 1. That's all the Kingdom Hearts I've played because uh, underwater stages suck and that boss fight was horrible and I was like, screw this whole I, game. I remember not being a fan of that stage. So, yeah. Reese and I were looking for a game to play through together and she loves Kingdom Hearts, but I've never beaten any of them, so I figured we'd work together and get through it. Sure. Okay. Do you now share her love? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i could see that it's, it's, kingdom hearts one's about as bad as i remember it feeling that's for okay all right so this wasn't like kingdom hearts 3 is coming up a better catch up in time this was just random game debated it like that was part of it but i figured it was also something good that we could play through together that she loves so okay but unfortunately i don't think we're going to be bonding very well over this one <laughs> i'm just thinking like you just get out and be like what is wrong with you and then leaving the room. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so other than that, I played through on the flight to and from Hamilton a little minigame called Pirate Pop Plus on the Switch. It's done by the Runbow guys. This was, a, uh, I think, an old like DSiWare or WiiWare game that they'd ported over to the Switch. It's basically just Super Buster Bros. Oh, okay. But, like... It's single player, and uh, the main gimmick is that <clears throat> during gameplay, gravity will switch, and you'll get thrown against the wall, and so will the bubbles, so you have to deal with, like, flying around the room and popping the bubbles. Yeah, okay. this looks cool. This game is $5 on Steam. Is that is it similarly priced? That sounds about right, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a fun little thing. Like, uh, yeah, the only gameplay is just trying to beat the, the boss and get a high score. But uh, you can also customize like the little case they have around it. It's shaped like a little Game and Watch game. Actually, yeah, the, the the trailer I'm seeing just zoomed out to show that. So it's a one button game. Yeah, which is pretty much what Buster Bros was to begin with. So mm-hmm. all right, all right. Uh, it's a little fun thing. I actually was playing it right then and there um, because the switch was on and that's what was on it. I like it. Sure, it's real fun. Speaking of fun, uh, the Mega Man X collection is out now. It is yes. Oh, I'm man. playing the Has Switch. Has that not been version. out for a while? Uh, no. A week. What am I thinking of? I feel like you're, the, you're, the think, Mega you're thinking Man of the Mega PS2 Man. one. Oh, maybe you're thinking of that. I I feel like a Mega Man branded collection. Yeah, sorry, a Mega Man collection branded game comes out like every month. Last year, Mega Man collection came out, which was uh, Mega Man one to ten. Okay, and this seems is like a deal. Yeah, and this is the Mega Man X collection, which is X one to X eight. Okay. But this is split into two games, isn't it? Yeah, well, the other one was split into two as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, the yep. other one was one to six and then seven to ten. And this one is one to four and five to eight. But if you, I think every version of the game you buy comes with both. Okay. 
What? Hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird. I was confused why they did this, but it's I think because you can buy them separately digitally. Right. If you buy it physically, you get both. Which is okay. really strange. So when you're buying it physically, you're not buying something that just says like collection volume two that has one. You're getting collections volume one and two. Yes. Oh, okay. I bought All the right. I bought a little the, yeah. more sense. I bought the physical switch version. Uh the first half of the collections on the cartridge and the second half's a download. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. It's a good collection if you like yep. those Mega Man X games. Uh I'm trying to think here now. There's a bunch of achievements for each game. So I went through and got pretty much all nice. of them for Mega Man X1. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of like extra marketing stuff. Like there's old trailers for each of the games and stuff like that. Uh, i trying to think of what else. There is like, they show off some of the old toys for the series. They show off some of the old art and concept art and stuff like that. Each game you can load up into their Japanese counterpart. So if you want to play Rockman oh, X instead... Is- and they like change the names of some boss I was hearing or something, right? It's no yeah. longer Guns N' Roses themed. Oh yeah, X5's bosses are no longer yeah. Guns N' Roses themed. They're they're actual names they're supposed to be now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've definitely heard people talking about this. Yeah, no, it seems like a pretty good collection. I've heard some versions have some lag, and I don't know if that's just the PS4 one or not. Hmm. But uh it took a little bit to get used to playing uh, the X Collection on the Switch, but <clears throat> seemed fine. My real, Why is that? Uh, my gripe was that you can't use the triggers, at least in X One. So like normally when I'm playing, oh. I'll show. I got the controller in my hand. So normally when I'm playing a Mega Man X game, I map dash to dash like to the trigger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't. You can only use the bumpers. The oh, triggers are I not an option, which is yeah, really okay. weird. That is weird. Oh, okay. I feel like most games on the Switch, if they don't have like enough things that they need to have a separate button, those ones always just like are the same thing. I'm guessing maybe when I get to the PS2 and PS1 ones, they'll be able to be used. But right now, like I can't map anything to the shoulders, which was just really weird to the triggers, which is weird. Mm. Bummer. But runs good. Uh, It was fun to play. I'm a little rusty on that game, at least X1. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Highly recommend it if you want to play some really good games. For is there anything new in it? Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, there is what they call X challenge mode where they pick one boss from one game and another boss from the other and combine them together into one fight. And then you have to go through a gauntlet of them. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. I like that. So the way right. so the way it works, and you made that sound like I was kind of setting you up. I was honestly had no idea. I was just asking if there was <laughs> anything. No, that's new. good. Yeah. <laughs> so like they'll give you three sets of bosses, and they'll give you eight power ups, and you have to pick three of them, and then you go into the fights. Or if you want, and you know you can which go bosses you're going on. against. Yes, they show you what the bosses are. Okay. That's so like, cool. uh, I think the first group you fight is like chill penguin from Mega Man x1 and like blizzard buffalo from x3 or x4 oh weird okay yeah so like it's all over the place it's kind of cool uh and there's leaderboards for that and all that jazz yeah Hmm. they also added they added some of the other extras too like that day of sigma animated cutscene that plays in the psp version of Mega Man x1 nice all right so a bunch of cool stuff like that i don't i highly recommend it if you're into Mega Man x yeah I need to uh, pick that up still. It's real good, and I think. What if I'm? What if like I'm only bucks. into like Mega Man Battle Network? Well, <laughs> you might have to wait a bit. So if this sells okay. well, maybe you'll get a Battle Network collection. 
Maybe. That'd be kind of neat. And the last thing I played this week that isn't podcast related uh, is Chasm, which just came out of Kickstarter. Yep. It is a... Huh, well, now everything you played is podcast related because it's on the podcast. Hooray! <laughs> it is a Metroidvania that is also randomly generated, apparently. The world, at least, is. Yeah. Yeah, procedurally generated. Like Dead Cells, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of. There's seeds that you can put in and share with people. So, okay. Yeah. Can you not do that with Dead Cells? I don't remember, actually. It's been a while. Okay, we'll find out next week for sure. <laughs> yeah, I heard I heard a lot of like promising things about this, and then people being kind of bummed. Yeah. Um, so, Chasm is a game I've been looking forward to personally for a long time because it's been in development for about six years. Uh, and I think not to like steal from John here, what because I've been playing it as well. Um, I think it's real good. If you like the Game Boy style Castlevania games, but it doesn't do anything new or special on its own at all. And in this climate of Metroidvanias, it's kind of a death knell to just be, oh, it does this old thing well, but nothing new at all. That's kind of interesting. And in this month, like, it, I mean, this is, a, this is a difficult month to be a Metroidvania. These game. last two. It's especially compounded by the fact that Hollow Knight was announced after Chasm for Kickstarter, and it released a year and a half earlier, and it is oh, okay. a fully, fl- like, completely new thing. Like, sure, yeah. So the thing is, is I really like Chasm because I like how it. I like how it just kind of feels like an old Metroidvania. But I can totally understand why people are disappointed because it doesn't do anything new at all. It's <laughs> just kind of a clone. Kind of, yeah. And yeah. the fact that it's been in development for six years is like... Well, maybe it took that long because they were playing like Ori and Chasm. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Hollow Knight. They were playing themselves. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I like the feel of it, but I agree with Paul. Like, it does feel like an like one of the old Castlevania games, like just as stiff and rigid as those can be. But also just kind of like um, the sprite works really good. The combat yeah, feels nice. nice. Yeah. All of the good things about it are completely aesthetic. Besides things, the gameplay is unremarkable, I would say. Like the only the only gripes I've had so far is I didn't enjoy one of the boss fights. The worm fight was just kind of annoying and it felt like there was just some ways you just could not avoid taking damage. Mm. Did you guys beat it? No, I still have to play okay. more of it. I think I have about 45% map completion, so I'm about halfway. Okay. And, you know, now that I'm looking more at this uh, at this art, it, it's pixel art, and I still think Dead Cells looks nicer. So I should I mean, clarify, I have not played Dead Cells or any, like, some of the other hotter Metroidvanias, so, sure. like, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time playing Chasm, which I've heard from other people that's what they feel like. Sure. I guess I, I bring that up because... Just to kind of like reemphasize, it's nothing doing anything new. It's not even doing like the art the best, in my opinion. Like I could go to Dead Cells. Uh, I think the animation quality in Chasm is better than Dead Cells. Like the actual movement okay. of stuff. Okay, I'm just looking at screenshots. So sure, that very well could be the case. That's fair. Um, yeah, man, Chasm's a hard one because I'm so biased into just liking it because I like I like the genre, and I like. 
just how it feels. But like the fact that the enemies don't have AI like the old Metroidvanias so that like if they see you, they just will still stop in their like patrol position. And as long as you're not in that way, they won't attack you. Like just I can understand why people are less than enthusiastic about it. But like this is just one of my personal biases coming through and just being like, I think it's great and I recommend it. <laughs> but I couldn't honestly tell you why unless I said like, yo, do you like Aria of Sorrow? Then you should maybe pick this up. <laughs> I think I think the best summary of it is it is a Metroidvania in its purest form. That's a real that's nice way to put it. That's a real yeah. nice way to put it for sure. I would still go with it doesn't do anything new or special, but it harkens back to that for sure. But My, in this, again, in this month and even the summer, if you want to include like Hollow Knight it coming out on Switch, was a, which was a big deal for people, could you recommend it over anything else? No, like if someone was going to play like one Metroidvania this I summer? No, I really yeah, can't. That's what it kind of sounds like. And that's a bummer. It doesn't, it doesn't feel too long unless there's more after map completion. So that might also be a big benefit. But I, that's a weird thing to say. Like it's a short Metroidvania. Yeah. Like, again, the caveat is. If somebody came up to me, they're like, oh, dude, I really, really like Aria of Sorrow. It's my favorite game. I might be like, you know what? You should try this one then, like, over something else. the only else. game I've ever played, and I don't want anything <laughs> even different. I don't want them to improve <laughs> yeah, on it. In that case, I definitely recommend it to you, weird straw man kid who, played, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want to try anything new. Um Yeah, man, I can't with, like, good conscience say that, like, even... In the next, in this like month or two span, you should pick this up, which is a bummer because I really like it a lot. I think it has positive things to say about it, but those positive things are it does the thing I liked back then again. It is, sure. a, it's a good game, but there are better games. That might be the yeah. better way to put it, especially in that yeah. genre. I'm enjoying it. I'll probably sit down and finish it once I have some time for it again. Yeah. Uh, my my major gripe so far with the game, aside from like some of the bosses seeming a little weird and hard to fight, is uh, money is kind of an issue in that game. Like I feel like I struggle to hang to get money to actually buy anything. Like I'm I feel like I'm always running around with no healing items or very few. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It has some brutal parts in it where it's just like I obviously want this thing that this person in town is selling, but. I am not going to fucking grind it out. Fuck that. <laughs> I guess I'm just not going to get it. So, yeah. I don't know. I, like I said, I enjoy it. I think it's a good game, but there are better Metroidvanias coming out even like this month. Yep. Or even this yeah, week. Because La, sure. La Mulana 2 came out this week. So. La Mulana yeah. 2 came out uh, this week. <laughs> Iconoclast just launched, right? On, on Switch. Switch. On yeah. Switch. Same with so there's Salt a lot. And Sanctuary. You have so many options. There's yeah, Dead Cells. Oh my god, Salt and Sanctuary was is, this week too. I forgot. Yeah. Dead Cells is this Tuesday. Death's Gambit and Guacamelee 2 are later this month. It's crazy. This is a crazy month for Metroidvanias. Yeah. 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 So. And that's all. Are, I, that's all. Which, are you guys going to pick up any of those? Oh, yeah. Probably Death's Gambit. I've been waiting for Death's Gambit for almost as long as okay. Castle. <laughs> so. I have a I have Dead Cells pre-ordered because I wanted the because you get a discount on, if you pre-order the digital one. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting the physical Dead Cells. So okay, I wasn't I wasn't going to do that because on the Switch version it costs more, and I was like, yeah, that's fair. I need to vote with my dollar here. Yeah, and also I would prefer it digital, and I save like almost fifteen dollars by getting the pre-ordered digital one. Sure. 
Um, and then Guacamelee 2, I'm I'm quite excited for as well. Yeah. That's all I played. Okay, I'm just going to pick it up. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. The other game I played is called Flat Heroes. So Flat Heroes is imagine a game like uh, Thomas Was Alone, a game that's solely based on geometrical shapes. And uh, but has like a really good story. No, it's more (laughs) an action based uh, platformer thing where each level is a room where you're playing a square that has like the ability to hang in the air for a second, either like completely or if you push a button on the direction pad to do like a in air dash and has like a little pulse thing that it can do to like ward things off once every second or something like that. And the idea is, is that you have to stay alive until the room is done, basically. So it starts off easy where it's just like dodge this one thing that comes at you and you just basically have to move. And then it ramps up eventually. Like some of the stuff I'm doing now are there's lines in the level that kind of um, are like cover, basically, from a bunch of beams shooting all around you and like these missile type things coming out of the walls at you. So you just have to like survive long enough for the level to finish. It's kind of like a bullet hell game. It's kind of like a bullet hell game in a way. Yeah. But uh, more platformy. And uh, I wasn't expecting much to begin with, but I honestly have to say I'm quite enjoying myself. I find myself just like getting into that. Okay, we'll do one more for the night mode. And I'm almost done the game, like the game's campaign mode. And then after that, I'm guessing that's when when you're done the like main campaign thing, which is 10 worlds, 15 stages each and a boss fight. And I'll talk about the boss fights in a second. Um, I think you unlock endless mode, which is a am just assuming you just keep going into and it gets harder and harder until you can't do it anymore. And uh, there's also a multiplayer versus mode, which I have not tried yet, but I would like to try at some point soon. Um. But yeah, I'm super enjoying it. The weird thing, so there's boss fights, like I said, and it's kind of weird because each boss fight is a different gimmick. So the first boss fight was essentially just wait out the clock and let the boss like hurt itself by like running into walls trying to get you. The second boss was like, you remember the game Snake or Nibbler or any of that stuff where it has a long tail that keeps growing and it has to like just not touch itself basically. You have to not touch yourself yep. with it. So the boss is that, and you have to, like, coax its head into trying to run into you and hitting its own tail at the last second to, like, damage it. It's just stuff like right. that. Like, it's actually well thought out. And, cool. um, yeah, it's amazing just how engaging that game is, where all the shapes are triangles, like octagons, squares, and that whole sort of thing. I highly, highly recommend it. I've been playing it on Switch, which is just like the perfect. I'm just going to like lay in bed and do a few levels and end up playing more than I'm going to say the perfect platform. You, you, you know, we're all thinking it. You can just say it. I'm not thinking that at all. I'm just saying <laughs> when you're in bed, just wanting to play a thing. This is a good game for that, but it keeps you up maybe a little later than you would like. But uh, yeah, cool. I highly recommend it. Again, that's called Flat Heroes, and I think it's on everything as of right now. Right on. Uh, I beat the campaign for Mario Tennis. How is uh, it? I mean, so I enjoyed myself. There's a lot of things to complain about with Mario Tennis, but I would still recommend it. Like when you get a good match going, it's fun. 
yeah, it's a bummer that a lot of that uh, campaign is just kind of like challenges. Super cheese. Yeah, like weird challenges and and it's kind of silly. Um, and just my last gripe that I just want to mention because I haven't mentioned on the podcast. When you lose a match, you can't just hit like restart. You can't pause it and hit restart if you know it's going to go bad, which sucks because a lot of them are time based. So, you know, it's like I'd rather just restart fresh. You have to quit. If you quit on your own, you don't get any experience. If you lose, you do get some experience. So it's better to just wait it out. And if you ever quit or lose a match, you have to go through a short dialogue thing about how you lost the match. Then you select the level again, and then they talk about it. But you can finally skip those before you can play it again. They patched that last week. Oh, thank God. Well, I beat it last week, so they were waiting for me to finish it up. And then yeah, I, I had a couple other friends that were complaining about that exact same thing, and apparently they finally listened. Yeah, it was absurd to me that that was in there, because by the end of it, I was definitely doing a lot of those like on repeat, and it got to the point where I was like, I'm so close, like, I'm on the final boss, let's just get back in there, come on, come on. Yeah, that's that's super annoying. Um, but I'm glad they patched that, good for them. Um, so now I'm just doing some tournament stuff every now and then. Uh, I unlocked a blooper, because that's the August guy. Um... And he's a tricky, tricky shot, and he's too slow, so I don't, I don't play his blooper. But anyway, Mario Tennis is a fun time. I, I enjoy Mario Tennis. Uh, I also played through a short little mobile game called Florence, uh, which this is maybe like forty-five minutes long, maybe an hour. Uh, I'm trying to think like what genre I would put it as. Maybe, maybe just like a motion comic or a visual novel. You're not really reading; it's all silent. Uh, you're just kind of listening to the music as you go through basically like uh, a, a woman's life from like getting into a relationship, kind of go- going through the whole relationship process. Um, and it's just like a short little kind of narrative thing that that I enjoyed quite a bit. It's uh, Anna Perna Interactive put it out and they're putting out some pretty cool stuff lately. <clears throat> um, so that, that was a fun little thing. So if you're into like, you know, kind of more narrative focus, little small kind of artsy indie games, maybe take a look at Florence. Cool. And then the big thing I've been playing this week is Overcooked 2. Yeah, I can't wait for this to come out. Yeah, I got a review code for it. I'm playing it on the Xbox. Um, You you can't play online with people, which is weird. Wait, I thought that was one of the points of it. No, no, like, you can't yet. Oh. Yeah. Which is the weird thing. You can't invite people into your game, but if you hit, like, matchmake into a random arcade game... You can meet up there. Oh no! So it's so if you just ask, if you just talking to someone like, "Hey, let's try and play," it's extremely easy to match into them because no one's playing online. Oh yeah, I guess. Um, but then you can only play like random levels. You can't go through the campaign, which is what I really wanted to do was have, invite someone into my game. Yeah. And let's go through the campaign. So I've had to do that all locally at the moment. But I mean, hey, it's just it's overcooked too. Again, it's they haven't like switched up the formula or the recipe. <laughs> um on you that much yeah um but like it's still just a great game and there's new recipes you like start off making sushi sure and you're like steaming things and you're making cakes this time um the the story is real good so the the onion king is back and he's great and he has the necro nom nomicon and he does us he does a spell that brings all these dead bread people back to life or the unbred, if you will. Fuck off. And so there's zombie bread just hanging around that you need to try and like satiate their hunger. 
There's of tons course. of good little little food puns. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <clears throat> the game looks a lot nicer, which is cool. You can throw things into people's hands. That's kind of a big thing. I haven't had to use it too much, but I'm only on to World 2 at the moment. But if you have any <laughs> raw ingredients or chopped up ingredients, so once it's been cooked or once it's been on a plate, you can't throw it. Okay. Um, but there's straight up been some stages where it's like we are on two separate platforms. We're never going to be on the same side. You need to throw me those ingredients so I can chop them up and then I'll throw them back to you yeah. so you can fry them. And you can throw them into people's hands, which is cool as well. Cool. Okay. Um, one thing I can't remember, uh, and I don't know if, if you guys uh, played it enough. Uh, could you play the first game single player? I thought. Yeah. I... Controlling two characters because you can do that in this game. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably. I don't okay. remember. I'll have to go back and double check. But um, yeah, so you can play it single player, go through the campaign where you control two people and you just kind of you hit the bumpers to, to control each person. Um, and then you can like get someone chopping and they'll, they'll kind of auto chop while you go do something else. So if you wanted to play it sing, um, single player, you can do that. And what's kind of fun with that is they have a versus mode now. So the, the kitchens will be kind of split in half and you can go up against a friend or two can go up against another two. And me and me and a buddy were just going up against each other one on one. So we each controlled two people. And it was funny because in the middle where it separated us, there was a like a counter where you could put things down on or you can chop stuff on. So he would set up a guy chopping. And then I just walked over there and waited for him to finish chopping while he was doing something with his second character and took his chopped food and put it on my skillet. And I did that like three times to the point where he was like, okay, well, I clearly can't win now. So he just kept throwing cheese onto my side of the field to make it harder for me to walk. <laughs> um, so you can do shit like that, which sounds like, I feel like that's such a great example of what you want from Overcooked. Yeah, I think I agree. So it's, it's exactly what you want. There's nothing, cra- there's nothing crazy new, uh, but was anyone really wanting that? I know I was fine with just getting more, um, there's like hidden levels you can find in the world map now that are like harder challenges and whatnot. Uh, I don't, I haven't got to the end game. So, cause, so my main issue with overcooked one <clears throat> was getting to those end game stages. You needed to like three star every single stage. Like it was weirdly punishing how good you needed to be at that game to see it through the, to the end. This one though, they're just throwing points at you. Like nobody's business. Like that first one, I think the goal was like at around 600 points. I got me and my girlfriend got like 1100 Huh. Like, I think I think they implemented and I have to, like, double check it and watch because usually I'm not lo- watching the score too closely because I have like nine things I'm juggling. Um, I think the tip system will actually be like a multiplier. Now, yeah, if you're th- doing things fast enough. OK, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So, again, <clears throat> I, I need to kind of see how that end game is. I'm really hoping they fix that. because That was like my main issue. But Overcooked 2 is still great. The fact that it has online multiplayer is awesome. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely looking forward to when this like actually comes out so I can like play with some people. Um, but for now, I have people coming over uh, to do some local stuff because Overcooked is one of my favorite party games. I yeah, sure. Um, and as as I said that uh, this is not a review. These are just my impressions. So I'm allowed to talk about it. It's true. And embargoes are weird. Embargoes are very weird. It's very true. Yeah. Um. It's kind of cool, though, when you first turn it on, uh, there's a loading screen that literally says uh, you can record gameplay footage to use for whatever reason you like. Yeah. Nice. Which I just kind of like because some developers are so stingy about that. And then they're just like, we don't care. Please stream our game. <laughs> like This will only be good for us, which is the which is the best. That's what you want, right? For sure. 
and I believe that's all I've been playing. Can I add on one books. thing that I forgot? Oh, yeah, sure. I played through Hidden My Game by Mom three, and that's oh, I, did did, I, did we not talk? We about didn't that? talk about that, that last week. Okay, okay. Uh, yes, I also played through that game. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. It's, it's I was more. actually a little underwhelmed. It it was just kind of more of it. Yeah, um, the ending's so good though. Like, I thought the ending sucked because there wasn't anything like crazy. Yeah, well, it sets up. Well, it's like a spoiler, kind of. I guess don't don't talk about. Yeah, the I won't well, talk. You and about I will talk after yeah, okay. the podcast because in the other hit in my game, my mom's there's like some like weirdly serious stuff that happens at the end. And yeah. this one was just kind of like, yeah, you got your game. Yeah, at the end. Maybe mm-hmm. I missed something. I don't know. I really, really like the last thing. It's okay. pretty good. Yeah. It's free, so like, there's no reason not to play it. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's do some news. All right. Uh, Fortnite is coming to Android now. Sure. Hey, I thought it already was there for some reason. I kind of did too. Nope. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just on iOS, I guess. It's coming to Android. Right. Um, I don't know when. Or maybe it already came. Anyway, it's not coming through Google Play, which I guess is kind of a big deal. It's just going to have its own launcher. Oh. Okay. Which I don't know that ecosystem, so is this a big deal? So supposedly, I read in one of the articles, uh, if they went through the Android store, or Google Play specifically, Google would take 30% of their profits. Okay. Right. So how come all games don't do this? A lot because, of games actually do do this, but yeah, the problem... Say, a lot of games are not as big as Fortnite. There's a lot of things you can just download if you have the link to it from a browser on the android store but the reason people don't do it is because that's how viruses and real bad shit gets on the thing that you use for banking and phone calls and stuff in your everyday life there we go that makes sense yeah okay well i mean fortnite's big enough they can do whatever they want whenever they want for sure um again i'm trying to see if it says if it's out yet or what what's the date i didn't see anything right away here maybe the news was literally just that it's not going through google play yeah okay well anyway here's a kind of a weird sad one um apple is ending its affiliate program um for those who don't know yeah similar to amazon uh of like referral links oh uh, okay. the ios has a has the same thing as well if, if you send like a referral link to an app and someone buys it they get a small kickback I understand last year that kickback dropped from like 7% to 2%. And now Apple is getting rid of that entirely. Hmm. Uh, so a lot of sites, the biggest one uh, specifically like Touch Arcade, yeah. are basically kind of going to go out of business. Um, the person who runs Touch Arcade kind of put out an article saying <laughs> this is literally just like a middle finger to us. Uh I don't know why they would do that. Apple cites that their improved app store does a good job of pointing people to games anyway, which is obviously not true because mobile games are full of trash yeah, all the time. For sure. And I, I know I look at Touch Arcade. I, I use another uh, website called App Shopper that I guess was doing this too. Um, so who knows if those websites are going to be able to stay in business. I know Touch Arcade had set up a Patreon uh, before to try and uh help fund their website right they say like their ads don't don't do enough it was mostly this these referral links because yeah even though they were only getting a few pennies they were having like millions of people of traffic or whatever so that's a that's a bummer yep that sucks for sure 
okay, so there's a Life is Strange 2 teaser that was put out. I don't know if we talked about if this was news earlier or not, but the it says more from Life is Strange on August 20th. Can't remember if we had already had a release date or not, but there's a teaser, uh, which if you finish that prequel, uh, this teaser will kind of make sense. Gotcha. Uh, but again, August 20th is a important date for Life is Strange 2, so I'm excited. August, man. So much stuff coming out this month. Peggy 18. <clears throat> hmm. Are you talking about the, the teaser? Yeah, the rating. Yeah, I guess it's M-rated. I think the first game was M-rated as well. Was it? I think so. I mean, they hmm. dealt with some like pretty serious stuff. I guess that so. bad guy is a bad guy. It's true. Um, here's a small one. Uh, it came, It surfaced that the Spyro Reignited Trilogy is only going to have the first game on the disc. Yeah. Two and three are going to need to be downloaded. Um, they haven't quite said why. People are assuming they're just the discs uh, two and three weren't ready to be pressed onto the disc when they had to go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just kind of weird considering all of Crash is on the disc uh, or the cartridge, wherever you picked it up. It's got to be like they needed to get it out by a specific time. And yeah, print yeah. It. That's, that's or I mean. or they're trying what Capcom does on the Switch, where like it curbs resale of the or use sales of the used product. Okay, because it's a one-time use code, I'd imagine. But Ooh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we're idea. still at a point where we're worried about used sales at this point, though. That's the thing. Mm. I mean, that would do it. I don't know if it is a... It, it must be a code. Because it can't just be like, put the disc in and you get to download. Otherwise, you could just share it and everyone gets Spyro 2 and 3. I so mean, it must be a code. Keep in mind, Activision is also the company that did Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, where you can't you yeah. need to download a patch. Otherwise, you can't play the game. Right. I mean, having new game... Uh, having uh, downloads when you first get it is nothing new. Uh, I think the Switch even has like a really ugly box art if it requires a download. Most of them stopped um, doing that, thank God. That was just... Wolfenstein 2, I remember, was one of them that had that like that yeah. white part at the top. X Collection doesn't, thankfully. I've, okay. I've, I have one or two here that the they have they don't use the white stripe, but they saw the message on there. Right. Um, anyway, I just thought it was uh, weird since Crash was able to do it all, so it must have been like a, a timing thing. Yeah. Uh, we got a bit of news on Artifact, the Dota card game coming from Valve. Uh, it's going to be coming out November 28th for 20 bucks, and it will be p- playable at PAX West this month. Yeah, cool. it makes me bummed I'm not going to PAX this year because I would like to try that out. Oh, well. Interesting that you're going to have to pay for it. I'm surprised because uh, all the other card games are usually are free. free. Yeah, with booster packs and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's take a look at the free games coming from Twitch this month. Obviously, it's going to be a downside because July they gave us like 21. Yeah. Uh, but we got Antihero, Death Squared, Jotun, Jotun, however you pronounce that one, Steamroll Dig, and Wizardry Bundle. Yeah. Which I thought was like five through seven. No. Oh. Is it just six and seven? It kind of says right there. I'm just looking at a screen. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to read it as well. Uh, six, seven, like and six seven and eight yeah yep okay oh the eight the eight is a stylish eight in the background okay yep uh so those are what we're getting this month those Can't are complain there yeah those are some good stuff i never played death squared though but it's it's okay okay it's yeah okay. it was like a free cool. game on uh xbox like a month ago two months ago 
That sounds about right. And probably yeah. on PSN I, at some point as well. I played it on Switch. I reviewed that on Switch a while back. Gotcha. Uh, PlayStation Plus for August, though, we're getting quite a bit. Mafia 3 and Dead by Daylight. Okay. As well as Knowledge is Power, which is a PlayLink game. Oh. So it's one of those like uh, local multiplayer use your phone games. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. I'll, I'll check those out. That's kind of funny. Here They Lie which is a PSVR game. I'm excited to get some more PSVR stuff, especially for free. Although I understand you can play this uh, not VR as well. Bound by Flame, Serious Sam 3, Draw Slasher, and Space Hulk. Okay. Space Hulk is the Warhammer game, right? I think. I think so. I think. This is a Vita version of it. Yeah, it's the Warhammer 40k. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm excited for Mafia 3. I heard cool things about that game. Bound by Flame is good. Sierra Sam 3 is good. Yeah, this is Dead by Daylight. Man, all right. Yeah, this is all right. I'm excited to get some more PlayStation VR stuff. Actually, speaking of which, I should have talked about this. Um, I played a whole bunch of Rec Room okay. on the weekend. I had some people over for my with my VR. Because now that my wrists are good, I can use the wand controllers that I got a little while back. Right. Um, Rec Room is just awesome. Have you guys seen this game? I think so this is a it's a it's a free game and it's basically just like a social hub with a bunch of like weird VR mini games that you can not only make um, but then play obviously they have a dumb like battle royale version of it in there and stuff but I think the main part of it is you can go into like a rec center like a rec room and just hang out with randos that also have the the platform um so there was just a few like australian dudes that were way into like pouring water on everyone's head they kept putting like a bucket on everyone's head it was just like a silly fun time everyone like kind of just got into the role like there's like confetti guns if you shoot someone they would like fall down on the literal ground of wherever they are and look like they were dead like man vr is cool oh yeah social vr is is cool i have seen this if you have a pc vr it's on steam for free as well it's on everything i understand yeah uh very cool. Uh, I don't know how, how cool of news this is, but there's cardboard spray in Japan now for Nintendo Labo. Cardboard Wait, spray? What? As in, like, yep. paint for cardboard? or I don't know. Um, yeah, no, which cardboard coats spray. cardboard from hand sweat, oil, and, and grime. So I guess it's it's trying not to get it wet. Right, so... I think this is the same type of idea that if you ever like did art stuff with like chalk or whatever and you didn't want like the dust to get everywhere, you would spray it with like a finisher basically, which yeah. Uh hairspray also does this. So if you don't want to spray Yeah, money, I remember doing it with hairspray a bunch. I think this might also be kind of similar to if you get like new shoes that you don't want the water <laughs> to ruin. It, it, uh, it's like a sealant. Sp- yeah. A like sealant. A sealant. Yeah. Um, apparently, so it's going to be about 15 bucks and, uh, there's enough spray for 10 pieces worth of Labo cardboard. Alternatively, you could get real sealant for 15 bucks and like be set for life. If you have a is lot this of an Labo. issue, I think that's the alternative. Is this even an issue? I'd probably, well, kids uh, are kind of grimy with I kids. It. it might be totally maybe that's true. Uh, to be fair, anytime I hear about Labo, it's not from kids. Uh, yeah. It's from, like, adult men who played with Labo for a little bit. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't forget there's a new Labo kit coming out, like... 
Right. That came. Month. We talked about that last week. The vehicle. Yeah. Uh, vehicle kit or whatever it's called. Yep. Um, so just in time for that, if you're in Japan. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Baku Log. Telling you about all the great Nintendo Labo stuff. <laughs> all the great spray. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Game Pass for August. There's good stuff in here. Actually. Yeah, Hitman Season 1. Yep. Ruiner, Rise, Son of Rome, Dead Rising 2, uh, The Escapists, uh, that Disney Connect Rush game, uh, and Dandara yeah. on the Xbox. These are good. Yeah, I'm actually going to play some more Dandara because I couldn't deal with the, the touch <laughs> controls. I want to see if it's if it's better yeah, yeah. with a controller. I mean, everybody should go play Hitman Season 1 if you haven't. And you have right. This. I'm probably going to play that, too, because why wouldn't I? Yeah. Get ready for. I guess what's the next one called? Just Hitman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's Hitman Conch. No, that's a separate mode. I think it's, it's just I think Hitman it's just called, called Hitman 2. Uh, actually, I think it's just Hitman 2. I, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Uh, this one I'm excited for. Donut County finally got a release date. Um, if you don't remember Donut County, I played this back at. Uh, gdc yeah you play a raccoon that has a smartphone that controls a hole that just eats everything it's kind of like reverse katamari yeah um but the it's got some funny writing and stuff in there i'm looking forward to it this is coming out august 28th um on playstation pc and uh ios i think it's i think it has like a pre-order sale for like 10 bucks or so i think it's typically 13 um it's also five on ios so i'm probably just gonna play the ios version yeah yeah um, but I'm excited for this. Donut County is real good. If you haven't heard about it, look it up. It's it it's super charming. Another thing this month. God damn it. Yep, another thing this month. All yeah, right, exactly. All right. Uh, and last one is we got a release date and I think a trailer for Castlevania season two. Okay. October 26th. So just in time for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I liked that first season. Yeah, it's real good. Watch those. I really liked those it. Four episodes. I'll I'll watch some more. Uh. So I'm I'm looking forward to that, sure. <laughs> totally. And uh that that'll do it for the news. Let's do some questions. All right. All right. Topdownperspective at gmail.com is the email address to send questions in. There's also the Twitter account at TDP Podcast. Uh the Discord channel, the Facebook group, John's P.O. Box. Cool. I'll grab this first one from Eduardo. What are some of the hardest 3D platformers? 3D platformers. Mm. 3D platformers. The hardest? Yo, it, yep. it was real hard to get through Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> I don't think... You can't spoiler. talk about that. I don't think that's... can't talk about that I don't on this think, podcast. I don't think that's what he meant, though. <laughs> hmm. Uh, yeah, obviously difficulty. Um, I'm not sure. I play a lot of them. Yeah, I can't think of like a one that like just jumps to mind immediately. Most 3D like platformers 2D. aren't meant to be hard, yeah. Okay, as much as I love it, and I actually do, well, okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. As much as I like parts of it, Sunshine has some bullshit garbage. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I don't think I call one of the hardest 3D platformers or anything crazy like that. I think this is a good stepping stone to to start this conversation. I don't think it's hard difficulty wise. It's just that that game just kind of sucks to control and the camera's a monster. Yeah, it's really the camera thing. 
the hardest 3D platformers are anywhere the camera like actually fights you <laughs> when you're trying to do stuff. Yep. Man, nothing is just coming to mind. I seriously googled hardest 3D platformer platformers and all it came up were 2D platformers, so right? Donkey Kong Country. Oh, no, Donkey Kong 64. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. My mind always goes to collect-a-thon platforming type games, and those aren't really hard so much as they're time-consuming. Yeah. You know, I'm playing through Crash 1. That has some hard stages. It can be kind of finicky with how tight you need to make some stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's more so because it's an old-ass game, though. Yeah. yeah I, no, you're for sure. That's definitely it. For sure. I don't have a better answer. Did you get you. to the level Sorry. on the bridge with the turtles that you have to use as jumping things to get across gaps in the bridge? If you don't know what I'm talking about, you haven't gotten there. It's I fine. I don't think so. I'm only on like world two. Okay. I think they start coming about, in world two. So Okay, it says about thirty percent. I just beat I just beat a boss and it was a kangaroo. Yeah. And that boss fight just kinda sucked. <laughs> That Is that the one where you're stress. hopping around on explosive things trying to get them? You're hopping, you're hopping around on regular platforms, but there is TNT floating by, and you need to hop on it to make it stop going down the river, and then it explodes, and you have to hope the kangaroo is there. Like it's the kangaroo in the straitjacket, right? The crazy guy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's just a bad boss fight. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Not, well, yeah, anyway. Uh, second question from Eduardo. What are some of the best ska soundtracks? <laughs> All I don't right. even think I could even name like three ska soundtracks. Ska I can't. Soundtracks. I can't think of any games with a full ska. Sa- oh no! Yeah, I, I can think can. of like some Incredible okay. Crisis. You're right. I don't, I don't know yep. this game. That okay. is, that is Tokyo Ska Punk Paradise or Tokyo Ska Punk Man, whatever they're called, uh, doing the soundtrack. Okay. I was gonna say I can think of games that have like a ska song. Yeah, in them. like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater yeah. One. And that's the end of my answer. That's all I got for you. I like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones in Rogue uh, Rogue Trip. Always fit as your Wienermobile, whose special is the wiener, comes out of the bun and starts slapping around to damage other cars. That's pretty good. I have good. no idea what you're talking about. I have never heard of this. It's, that's fine. <laughs> this sounds insane, though. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, but the actual answer is less than Jake's version of... Uh, of oh my god what's that song called now i think i love you at the end of scream 2 as they're going through the whole cast of credits that's the actual answer like the movie scream 2 yeah <laughs> okay all right that just makes me think of like now i'm just thinking of like weird credit music yeah and i'm thinking of um wolfenstein 2 oh my that god no horrible cover holy <laughs> shit that was so bad Shitty- that's super bad. It ruined that whole moment. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, you definitely go from like a, all right, here we go, to, to an, a like, oh, wait, no. what, is, what am I listening to right now? Yeah. No, stop. Mm-hmm. Go back. Hopeful Hero Last wrote in and said, have you guys ever tried to replay a game with a certain stipulation? Right now, I'm currently replaying Xenoblade Chronicles, doing a self-imposed no shulk run for the entirety of the game. Basically, shulk must be benched, not your control for the entire run, with the exception of a few occasions where you're forced to use them. The challenge doesn't really begin until you have four party members. You can switch leaders to let the AI play shulk until then, but it's a little challenge I want to do while taking the game's mechanics, with, or talking about the game's mechanics with some friends. Yes, 
This is a thing I like to do all the time. I am currently doing a Resident Evil 4 fish run where most of my inventory is covered up by a giant fish you catch at the beginning. <laughs> all right. Did you make this up or is this a thing? No, it was a thing that like I caught the fish because it's a full heal in that game. And then I was just like, I didn't use it for a long time. Then I was like, well, I'm too stubborn to use this thing now. So this fish is coming with us to the end of the game, I guess. Sure. Uh, I've done a lot of them for Game Sharks, which is our challenge group. Mm-hmm. I think the most interesting one we've done is Super Mario World Pacifist Run, where you okay. can't kill anyone except for bosses. Wow. And if you yeah. kill any enemy at all, you have to kill yourself and restart the stage. It is a sur- that would be a fun one. It is do. a surprisingly interesting challenge to try to yeah. beat that, that game like that. I don't think I've ever done one of these. There's like Nuzlocke runs, right? Yeah. Pokemon. Yep. I don't think I've ever really done one of these because I'm typically I play the game once and move on. Um, although, Paul, your thing made me think of that achievement in the orange box for Half-Life 2. Carrying the radio? To, or, carrying the gnome. The gnome, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, in episode two. The entire game. <laughs> Those achievements are just kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, so I've probably done something kind of like that, but I, no, nothing's coming to mind. I like doing the certain stipulation stuff. Like, some classic ones are like Mega Man, only Buster runs, stuff like that. Uh, I like them being, the more silly, the better, which is why stuff like the fish in the inventory run, even though it was the worst pain in the ass, well, you have the small case, now it's less of a pain in the ass. Oh man, I think I know what my favorite is now that you mentioned Resident Evil. Okay. Resident Evil 5 Rotten Egg Only Run. There is a way you could duplicate items in that game, so you duplicate oh, yeah. as many rotten eggs as you can, and that's your only inventory. Okay. So now you have to go through the game and like selectively kill uh, the mon- uh, the monado. The was it? Are the ganados in that one? I think I forget what they are in five. The not zombies. Zombies kill the not zombies yeah. with your rotten eggs, and you have a limited amount. Yeah, we uh, we we fought Wesker with rotten eggs, and we barely won. It was hilarious. <laughs> nice. Man, that sounds really time-consuming for sure. It it's fun though. Yeah, because each rotten egg does like a thousand damage, or like the equivalent of like a rocket launcher or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're really accurate, you can get through a lot of shit. But it's got to be accurate because it's hard to hit with that egg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any more at the top of my head, but they're super fun ways to play a game you've played before, for sure. All right, next question comes to us from VGC Kenny. With the update to No Man's Sky coming out and fixing a lot of the things, and Paul saying that it is finally a game last episode, I'm wondering, could No Man's Sky be considered a game for any 2018 category for the Game of the Year episode, or is it still a 2016 game and limited to the 20XX category? Oh, my God. Okay, so this is a, I don't know. This is a problem I've always had with some of our end of the year things because we don't live in an age anymore where a game comes out in a year they just get worked on for years they're games of service sure, sure. game games of service yeah i mean that's that's supposed to be the idea of these older categories this is a different question here by the way is to uh you know if it did come out last year you can kind of give it its due sure in that category uh i mean at the end of the day it really does not matter totally um, yeah but uh, I guess if we're just trying to have some kind of set of rules, I've put like um, 
DLC for a game as a slot in my top 10 before. Sure. Yeah. Because kind of who cares? Um, like, yeah. it's not. Again, yeah. that's it. So, I mean, you could say, like, maybe No Man's Sky next. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's under a different name now, technically. So, um, but I mean, t- to be fair, even with next, it is a lot of what No Man's Sky, the core is still there. You're still mining rocks. Sure. And flying to different planets and stuff. Um, yeah. So, uh, I think, I think if we, if we're just trying to have a set of rules, it should still be in the 20XX category. That's me personally, but again, it does not really matter. And I can't really see it being an issue that we're going to run into unless all of our listeners are way into it, which I I'm can't foresee happening. Right. Agreed. Uh, Rasterman 7. Uh, suppose you've just woken up and went to your kitchen to prepare yourself a breakfast. Uh, just as you are getting all done, you turn around and see... Insert video game character sitting as uh, sitting in one of your chairs, uh, expecting you to give them it something to eat. What would you prepare for them it to be pleased? Okay, this depends on the character. I guess. Do we have to pick the character and then what we would feed them? I feel like we have to. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take kind of. A bitch way out and say it's Kirby, and mm. then I'll just and the answer is anything. Just, and anything. the answer is food, food. And then I could be like Goku and food. Sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's like a specific answer. Uh, yeah, Yo- Yoshi and anything. Mm-hmm. Those berries, dragon berries. Is that what they are? I think so. I can't remember. I think they're, they're dragon, not a dragon, dragon fruit. Dragon fruit, he, yeah. He used to be considered a dragon, yeah. That's why oh. the Yoshi coins were actually called dragon coins. Yep. I did not know that. But he, he's a dinosaur <laughs> now, right? Yeah. A dinosaur. I okay. that's an upgrade or a downgrade. So the actual Down, answer downgrade. is I would probably prepare for them some scrambled eggs because that's the only way I can do eggs like legitimately all the time not like fucked up in some way. I could argue scrambled eggs are we fucked up these eggs and now they're and scrambled them up. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, some toast with a little bit of butter, maybe a piece of cantaloupe. Whoa. And probably okay. like a glass of orange juice. OK, who are you? Who are you serving? That's the thing is, I don't know. That's just what I could actually okay. make like myself. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like Mario and we're having pasta for breakfast. Mm. <laughs> That would actually be pretty good. Puzzle's super easy Sonic to make. Sonic and Chili Dogs. Oh, that's so good. Chili Dog. yeah. I'm not a big chili guy, so I probably wouldn't do that. A Ninja Turtle and pizza. Hell pizza, yeah. That's an easy one. Leftover pizza from last night, because we also had pizza Dude, for dinner. that's actually probably my answer, because <laughs> let's be real, I'm not getting up to cook anything. So, if you had the, if you had the Ninja Turtles over, how many pizzas do you, would you order? do you think how would ha- how many do you think you would need how long five. are they over they're over for a night you're gonna have a fun night together i'd order five two pizzas each two each yeah, oh. I, I think five's not enough i mean i'm not gonna eat two pizzas right i'll probably eat a pizza yeah i'll eat one but i bet but they're they're big they're bigger bigger than humans that's, right yeah that's fair so like nine 
I would probably, but I'd probably, you know, I'd probably get 10 just to be safe. But anytime you see them eating pizza together, like in the cartoon, it's one big pizza that they're all sharing. And that, I don't think that's enough. I think, I don't know, man, how much pizza does one turtle eat? It depends on if they're going to be very, like, if they're going to be exercising at all, because they might just use it yeah, as, like, the carbs to burn. Very true. I'm going to assume we're not going out for, like, a run or training. We're probably going to play video games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just hanging out. I think I'm okay with five. And then, you know what? I'll order more if I need to. I guess so. I If, I, if I'm not trying, if I can't order more, I would probably stick with John and do ten. Yeah, I mean, 10 would be safe, I think, because then you have extra if you needed to for the next yeah. week, maybe. <laughs> so Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Bonus. Insert video game character is very pleased by the meal Dope. you prepared and is willing to talk to you about something uh, that most people don't know about them. What would you guys talk about? Okay, so this is like, what What do you want to know about a, a game oh, character? Oh, dude, we were supposed to pick somebody, I think, a character. Sure. And go with that. Um, I'm taking Ninja Turtles, because that's just easier at this point. Okay, what would you <laughs> yeah. ask the Ninja Turtles? What do you want to know? Uh, Would you rather use a different <laughs> weapon than the ones you've been using for years? Dude, okay. yeah, all right. I might a lot of these a lot of characters that are come to mind. I just kind of want to ask them, like, how like actually how old are you? Mm-hmm. Like, sure. Mario, are you a middle aged man? Because I don't know anymore. I'll go back to my Kirby answer for okay. the character and ask him. What are you? What are you? <laughs> Wait, where are you from? Yeah. Uh, Rasterman's answer is Pac. Uh, so my answer is that Pac-Man came to my house and I prepared him some fruit salad <laughs> from the ones he usually eats in the maze. Okay. After that, I questioned him about the pack dots, but since I don't have a Waka Waka to English translator, the conversation goes nowhere and he eats me. Sad, right. sad face. Yeah, the, the dots are drugs. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I thought that was canon. Yeah. That that's one of the better questions we have we've had in a while. I'll just say <laughs> I really like that one. Thank you. That made me smile. Okay. Um one press L2P said watching John's Waluigi birthday stream of him playing Mario Strikers charged made me remember how great that game was, especially the character themes. So my question is what is your favorite character or characters theme in any game? I mean, Waluigi's banjo theme is pretty good. I don't even know what that is. It's literally like his theme in the game is just a bunch of banjo music. It's great. From which game is this? Mario Strikers Charged. Oh, okay. Favorite character Was themes. it Waluigi's birthday or something? What was this birthday Oh, it, the the first game he was in came out on that day. So. Oh, okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, right, right. And that's tennis, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, I've always been a fan of Frog's theme from Chrono Trigger. Oh, dude. Yeah. Robo's, too. Uh, He's real good. I, yeah, I don't remember Robo's. I just I always remember Frog's because there's that part where you, like, split the mountain yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's playing, and it's like, man, Frog, you so cool. I mean, one of my favorite things about Kefka was his theme. 
So probably okay. that's one of them. Actually, a lot of Final Fantasy characters, their theme. A lot of square games. A lot of square games in general. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I can't think of another like character specific theme. Guilty Gear and pretty much everyone. (laughs) Guile's theme, without a doubt, goes with everything. How about that Mortal Kombat theme? Just the game yeah, theme. That was just the movie song. Yeah, that, that sounds yeah. great. Yep, that one's good. Pretty the good. The Power Rangers theme. Another good choice. Yeah, another, yep. I can't think of games. I, I think of game specific ones. Oh, I cannot think of a character ones after Frog. Gotcha. All right. The Dark Boko writes in and says, "Is there a reason why you guys cover PlayStation Plus and games with gold, and now Game Pass?" But don't cover Humble Monthly Bundles, which is a similar service. Uh, I don't have Humble Monthly Bundle. Humble I Monthly Puzzle Bundle doesn't announce all of them right away. I think also because you need a membership to that service to get them, while the uh, memberships for the other two you have for different reasons. I mean, we could go over what was... Like, they tell you after that month is done what they gave people in that, but they don't make it public so that's the only reason really yeah uh i mean i'm i collect the news and i don't have humbly humble monthly uh so i just don't care yeah i don't that's 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 mainly it is these other ones i do care about i don't have it either uh one press l2b writes in oh that's the same question there uh steven what ps4 exclusive are you you more excited for between Spider-Man or Last of Us 2? Personally, he's excited for Last of Us 2. Oh, Spider-Man, without a doubt. Spider-Man, easily. Yep. Oh, really? Oh, I'm, yeah. I mean, but if if I could only play one of them right now, I'd play Last of Us 2. I don't care about those characters. Um, I care about Spider-Man. Agreed. Sure. Yeah, I'm Last of Us 2, but I am definitely excited for Spider-Man. And it's coming sooner, so there's that too. But yeah. if I had to pick... Uh, last question from JSNee20. Is there an ability to get TDP pluses as podcast, as podcast, as a patron? You just, I, uh, I thought so. Yeah. As a patron, TDP you plus have, is a, is a podcast. It's th- like the only way. I, yeah, th- so, I think they refer to like getting them archive, getting the archives. Yes. There is a Patreon yeah, that's, feed. That, that's how, that's the only way to get them. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I would say check the, our Patreon, the posts, scroll down, and there's a whole um, a whole post I made about how to get access to the podcast, whether you just want to listen to an individual episode or you want it in your podcast player. Also, just on our main page of our podcast, there's a link in the top right that's like, get access to the RSS feed, and you just plug that into anything, Yep, and you'll get the, you'll get the episodes. Yep, yep. Uh, okay, uh, if people want to send questions for next week, it's topdownrespective at g- gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What are your games of the week? Chasm. Mega Man X Collection. And mine is Overcooked 2. All right, uh, after this, we are going to be doing our Sonic Adventure 2 TDP Hooray! Plus. 
episode. Um, if you're an eight dollar and up backer, you can watch that live or watch the video archive of it. Otherwise, it'll be on the uh, audio archive RSS feed like we just talked about. Um, probably on Monday, just when this episode's also going up. Uh, thanks again to everyone who voted and made us play through that for the last month. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it last week, but Runner 3 is the new game we're playing. I think we mentioned it. So that's what we'll be playing this month. Uh, so yeah, look look forward to that episode coming shortly. And uh, we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>